How you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative, where we talk about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I'm glad to be with you here this week. Man, we have been called tons of stuff. No longer we're just deplorables. We're Neanderthals. Now, I don't know if that's an upgrade or is that a uh, a downgrade, but um, it's funny how the left can call us Neanderthals, deplorables, and everything, but we call them left-wing nuts here in the Cajun Conservative, and they call us racist. It don't matter what the color of their skin is. It could be white, black, yellow, green. Don't matter. But they can call us Neanderthals. They can call us deplorables. Man, they can call us late for supper. It don't matter, but we can't be offended. That that That's part of what happened this week, but, hey, I'm glad to be with you. I'm glad to be with you right now, and I'm glad you decided to join us here on the Cajun Conservative Show. Just a blessing and encouragement that you go ahead and come come on this show. Um, just a few reminders. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to right now. Also, leave us a review. It helps more than you know. And also, you can go find us on the Cajun Conservative Show Facebook page. We have a, a website in works. Um, this, this week is very hectic for me, um, with podcasting and with ministry. Um, we, after this show, we are going to get ready to go for about an hour away and we're having a weekend playing some music and worshiping the Lord with a good brother in the Lord from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We go, we ball going to Abbeville, Louisiana, and we're going to blow the roof off the church and hope that the spirit of God falls and we're just going to have a real good time. So without further ado, I have a very, very special co-host today. He is a YouTuber with the show, The Scott Ford Show. Please welcome Mr. Scott Ford. Scott, how you doing today, sir? I am doing great, Isaac. Thank you so much. First of all, that's a great intro. You absolutely are made for this. I mean, that was that was that was really clean. That was cool. That was like precise. Good job, man. Very oh, good thank job. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, some people told me that I missed my calling. I drive dumb trucks for a living. They said, why didn't you get into radio? I didn't know I liked doing this until about a year ago. So I, I'm hoping maybe something comes out of this. I'm sure it will. I, I absolutely am positive of that. I am a fan. I listen to your shows. I went through your backlog. And uh, I'm, I'm in, dude. I think you're great. I think you're awesome. I appreciate that. And also the same for you, man. Uh, when I was introduced to you, um, they, they, for, they asked me to look into it. And I was like, well, let me see who this guy is. And, bro, great, great topics. Great, great um, you're, you're very entertaining. Let's say it like that. So, you know, I like your intro videos and it, uh, it just gets people ready to go and open the eyes of the world to, uh, conservatism. Yeah. And, and thank you for that. And I, I, I guess we should probably both say thank you to Curtis Harper because he's the one who kind of connected us and put us together. Right, right. And the man, hey, that came out of the blue when I got that message. I was like, man, who's this? And he just talked about your show and, uh, we connected that way and who probably about two, three weeks now. Yeah, and, and by the way, too, and I want to make this very clear, not only to you, but to the audience, and I know I've, I've expressed this to you already, but uh, very quickly, I think after our first conversation, I'm like, I not only am I very happy I met this guy, but I think we've we've become very quickly very good friends, and I really do appreciate you. Uh, same here, my brother. Same here. It's always, it's always good to have friends with like-minded and, uh, you know, we, we have already, I've already done it. I've shared articles with you and everything just to get your input and it's, uh, it's good to get that feedback, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate when you text me those things. That's really cool. It actually helps provide content for my show, too. Hey, hey, that's what we'll be here for. You know, um, unfortunately, we had the death of Rush Limbaugh a few weeks ago. But uh, when I was hearing uh, tributes from Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and all these guys, they were uh, they were saying that how they text Rush, Rush texts them and everything. It's not about competition in this business. It's talking about sharing freedom and getting truth out there because, unfortunately, truth is getting censored. Yeah, and that's the it's you know that's what I'm really big on, and I and I know that we discussed that before too. The cancel culture thing is just something that I don't understand i don't subscribe to it i don't get it i don't understand it i guess there was probably a point in time where maybe maybe the pendulum kind of needed to swing a little bit the other way but the the like with most things it seems like the left does they it takes it too far it got to a point where okay we're kind of all getting on the same page now but when you start canceling dr seuss when you start canceling the muppets when you start saying um when coke starts saying hey be less white we, we're, we're heading into very, we're not only heading into danger, uh, dangerous territory, we've actually crossed that line already. It's very dangerous where we're going. Yeah, and the, the, what, what I don't like about this, and you, you just, we jumped right into the subject of cancel culture, is, you know, like, they're not attacking older folks now, or they're not attacking, attacking you know, um, trying to cancel founding fathers like they tried doing. They're going after kids' products now. Uh, you said Dr. Seuss. They went ahead after the Muppets. And look, I, I never watched the Muppet show per se, the TV show, but I watched the movies, Muppets from Space and all this good, all these good movies. And, you know, I, I never saw racism in it. I never saw, you know, depiction of downplaying a certain race or color or anything that way. Uh, Dr. Seuss's book, The Cat in the Hat, man, I grew up on all that. Um, and that's no pun intended right there. You know, it's just, but, um, but, um, you know, they, they, they're changing the Mr. Potato Head, trying to say that we did wrong by having Mr. Potato Head. It, it, they're not going after adult content. They're going after kids. And the next generation is going to be the next generation of governors and senators. And they're, they're just trying to influence those young minds. That's why I look. They're trying to can they're trying to cancel this kid stuff to, to, uh, to transfer the minds of young children. They really are. They're, they're indoctrinating younger and younger and younger now. I, I'm also like my as an example, like the kids in the neighborhood, uh, they call me Mr. Scott, you know, and it's, it's a respect thing. I don't I certainly don't get offended by it, but I'm also comfortable in my biology. I was born a man. I'm a man. I'm OK with it. I understand that some people feel I, I get it. Some people feel they were born in the wrong body. So, I mean, I'm not. I know that's a different debate and we can probably shelve that one. But the bottom line is, I don't know. I don't quite understand. Like my teacher, my daughter's teacher's name is Mrs. Luna and she calls her Mrs. Luna. It's a respect thing. I wonder if we're going to get to a point where we stop calling the teachers, Mr. Ross or Mrs. Luna. Like, is that supposed to be now somehow some way offensive? And you're right. What's, what's that? What's that next line? You, you said it earlier. We crossed the line. Well, you know, you ever watch them cartoons like Bugs Bunny when he said, I dare you to cross over that line and Sammy Sam would cross over and he goes, I cross and he brings him to the cliff and he finally falls off. Which yeah. line do we cross when we finally go over that hill of saying, look, this isn't right. And I grew up that way. You know, you call um, a, a man that you don't know, Mr. Or you call a lady that you don't know, Mrs. Or Mrs. Uh, you know, you, um, in church, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're in a Pentecostal background like I was, but it was respectful to call 
the men of the church brother, like brother Steve or brother Joe and then the, the lady's sister, whatever. That was a show of respect to the older generation. And unfortunately, this generation don't have no respect nowhere. And it's starting from stuff like this. There's there's too many things that lead to just we're not training the children. I mean, and this goes past the children, too, but we're not training the children to become responsible, respectful adults one day. You know, when when you basically got college students telling the professors how things are going to go and and then they listen and they fall in line. How is that really helping anybody when they get out into the real world, the work world? I heard a story one time, and it, it, it literally, this was probably about a year ago, it wasn't even that long ago, where a girl got, she got out of college, she gets hired, um, and then she was like an hour and a half late for her first day of work, and the, I guess the owner said, hey, what's, what's going on here, you're supposed to start at eight, and she said, excuse me, like, you're offending me by, like, you're, you're in my face, and you're a man, and you're, and, and then he was like, uh, you're fired, like, you know, and it was one of those weird things where she felt so entitled, like, she's going to tell the owner no, this is how it's going to go. So, and I, I feel like we're going to create more and more and more of that with this kind of thought process. And if, if we keep, if we keep taking in action on how we're raising our children, it's, it's disgusting. Well, and that, that's the product of a socialist society because, you know, we're going to talk later on about the stimulus packages coming where they're giving money and, they want to go ahead and give certain checks, and they want like I think in California they're trying to one county's trying to pass where each week you're going to get a three hundred four hundred dollar check, and everybody's for it. But the thing of it is, you're not showing like you say you're not showing them the work. I remember growing up, Scott, and I don't know about your background, but my dad would tell me, "Hey, if you want that, you're going to have to work for it." You're going to have to go ahead and go out there and find some jobs. I used to cut lawns and everything for my money. And, you know, some of the greatest things like video games or a book or something that I would want, I would have to go and work for it. Now in the workforce, I understand when my boss says, hey, you need to do this, and I get a check in return, I'm working to provide for my family. I'm working for things that I, I, I need. This program, you know, is it, stuff that I worked for to build, and your show as well. And the society now is saying, look, just give me, give me, give me. And we're just going to sit home and play on our Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah, it's, I, you wonder, like, how if a generation existed, like, right now, but if it existed 200 years ago, how would we ever see actual real progress? Like, I, like how would we get anything done? There'd be no buildings. There'd be no industry because everybody would just be laying around. And I guess instead of playing uh, uh, Xbox, they'd be. I don't, I don't know what they'd be on pickup sticks or Lincoln Logs or whatever. Checkers. But, <laughs> yeah. Like nothing would get done. Like we needed that kind of mentality that you get up early, you work hard, but now it's like offensive to say you've got to work hard to achieve your goals. Like people get offended by that. And it's like, that's an actual real statement. You should work hard to achieve your goals, to design a life that you want. But it's, it's, people would literally get offended by that right now. Yeah, we probably offended all kind of people just talking the way we've been talking around. Like saying, wait, you're telling me that I have to work? Oh, God forbid. <laughs> when the Bible clearly says, if you don't work, you don't eat. And, man, if you look at me, I like to eat. So I like to work. as Well, I don't like to work, but I like to eat. So, <laughs> But you, but because you like to eat, you get up and you go to work. Right. Well, also, I got my family to think of as well. So, hey, you know, and that's the thing. You know, I think a lot of these people – they think about themselves. It's me, myself, and I culture right now. And that's what cancer culture has brought upon us is, look, 
it's you, it's me, myself, and I. It's who I can benefit. And the politicians are using that. Look, people don't care about their families. You know, they don't care about their friends no more. They care about themselves. And we're going to use that to our advantage. And when they start, when they do cancel Dr. Seuss, or when they do cancel Mr. Potato Head, or when they do cancel um, the Muppets, they just, oh, well, they, they try, well, look, we don't want to worry about the, we don't want to offend nobody. But at the same time, they like, they weren't worried about themselves. And they want what they want, and it's not it's not helping this society at all. Yeah, I got a couple questions about that that just confused me. Like, I really, I, I, I think I was saying it on, yeah, in fact, I did. I said it on my show yesterday. I was trying to think of where I said it. And how, I don't really think people truly, for the most part, I don't think people really are offended. I think what it is, we've come to a place where you want to be the first one in line. You want to be the one who said, I, I, you know, I, guess what I found? I, I dug something up and I'm offended by it. And there's some kind of pride behind it. And that's what I don't understand. Like, are people really, honestly, truly offended by Mr. Potato Head? I mean, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. But yet, it's almost like Hasbro says, well, we got to be first in line. We have to change this offensive title. Like, oh my goodness, Mr. Potato Head. How offensive is that? I, I just, I've heard that they're passing things now too where, um, in Congress, they're not allowed to say like dad or mom or aunt or uncle, things that actually assign gender. Like that's offensive. And it's like, where are we going with this? Well, like, what is the end game? That's what I always want to know. What is your end game and why are you pretending to be offended? Because there's no way you're actually offended. When well, my daughter calls me dad or daddy, I should say, there's such pride and joy I get out of that. I feel great. Can you imagine if my daughter, or I don't, I don't know if you have sons or daughters, but can you imagine if they couldn't call you daddy, how weird that would be? It would feel weird. They would call me by name, and then I'll be like, well, that's not respectful right there because they, they call right. me by name. They're not calling me dad. They're not, um, they're not, how can I say this? They're not, um, they're not, they're not, they're not calling me dad to, to respect or anything like that. And, you know, but if it's what I just said, though, it's me, myself, and I culture. Like you said, if they're coming on, they say, well, look, we want to be the first to say that and the first to point this out and have a spotlight on us. It's about them. It's not about the people. It's not, they don't, they don't care. They don't probably don't care what color you are. It just it is their first statement to say, look, this is publicity. Cause look, Hasbro's band, they, they got tons of publicity when they said, Hey, we're not going to call him Mr. Potato Head no more. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't get the people too, that get excited about it. Like getting excited about getting things canceled and getting like, what, I, I don't know, like, it almost seems like, and I hate to simplify it so much, but like, I don't know, go get a job. Like, yes. I have zero thought process of, I've got to go get Mr. Potato Head canceled, because I'm too busy working, providing for my family, trying to produce the show, trying to, you know, I just, I, don't, I have no time for that. And it, it just, it seems like they're just made up things. Like, what can we, I, I know there was a meme not that long ago, and it was Ralph Cramden from The Honeymooners, and he was standing on, I think, like a, a, a a ledge or something. I don't know what he was doing. He's standing somewhere and he was like, um, good morning, America. What can we be offended by today? And that <laughs> seems to be like, doesn't it seem that's where we're going? Like, let's wake up today and let's try to find something offensive. That's what it seems like we're doing. And look, the last two weeks, they've been, they've been tearing it up, man. Like you say, it comes from be less white to this. Um, I don't know what they're going to do next week. You know, they, they might, like you mentioned the honeymooners. Uh, I, I might be giving them fuel for their fire, but they might try to cancel that next week. We just don't know what they're going to do next week. Well, God forbid. I mean, uh, Ralph Trambin used to say, bang, bang, zoom uh, to the moon, Alice. 
And now, you know, oh my gosh, that's spousal abuse. We can't, we can't be in line with that. But yet that kind of thing is bad, but, and a, clearly a joke, but yet Chris Brown beats up Rihanna and he's still, you know, number one selling artist and selling out concerts. And uh, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's pick and choose when it comes to this cancel culture. And that's another thing that really gets me because like, I just heard, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard they just released coming to America part two and in it, uh, Eddie Murphy is in, I guess you could call it white space. He's dressed up as a white, older white Jewish man. Mm-hmm. And he's got the white prosthetics on and the white makeup. Um, I thought we're not doing that anymore. I thought like, that's not acceptable. Oh, it's, it's only bad if a white guy does it. It's, it's, I, you know what I mean? Like, there's no consistency. The N-word, which I agree, that's a terrible word. That's right, a disgusting word. But yet, it's okay to say it in rap music. I, I just, no, if it's a bad word, it's a bad word. We've all got to be on the same level playing field, or we're never going to get anywhere. We're not going to, you never can't say, this is a bad word, oh, but, but you can say it. No, it, that's not going to work. That's not progress. And, and look, it basically is for the... Um... It, it, what politics side you 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 know that the star that played on the the mandolin and I can't think of her name. The reason they fired her, they were trying to fire her for a while, is because she was a conservative. But one of her co-hosts shared the exact same post, and he's a liberal, and they kept him on the show. He, their posts were they mirrored each other pretty much exactly. He, uh, Pedro Pascal from the Mandalorian. He, in fact, he did it first, and he had a meme. That were showing he was relating uh, uh, Jews in Germany to kids in cages now, Hispanic children in cages now. Of course, during the Trump presidency, not during Obama, because we got to ignore that one. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're, 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 they changed the name, and it's okay now. Apparently, now it's okay, right? Because a different name, it's a, and a different president, it doesn't mean the same thing. But yeah, and then she posted one where she's saying um, she's basically said Republicans are basically being hunted because of their conservative views, like Jews were in the streets of Nazi Germany. And now she gets canceled, she gets fired, he still has his job. It, but, yeah, you're right. It's not because of the post, it's because of their political views. He hates Trump, therefore he gets to keep his job. She loves Trump, you're you're fired. That's what it comes down to. Right, right. Well, I'm going to quote one of my friends. And uh, I, I, when we was talking about this, it reminded me, he, wrote, he, put, he said, funny but true, if you're offended by Swiss Family Robinson, but you're not offended by Cardi B and Imana. I think that's the name of it. You're a psycho. And that is true. If you're not offended, if you're offended by Swiss Family Robinson or by, you know, the Muppets or something, but you're not offended by Cardi B dressing around like, look, I'm sorry. My daughter would dress around like that. I would slap her. I'm sorry. I'm like, get some clothes on. Yeah. And, and in fact, out of obviously respect, I wouldn't even say it on my show, but out of respect for your show and, and our beliefs, you know, but yeah, it was, it was, WAP and for people who don't know can look it up but right. that was the number one song of the year last year and then now we got yeah now we're, we're we can be offended by Dr. Seuss but that's the number one song of the year and hey thumbs up good to go it's just there's no consistency there's no logic and there's no common sense to this cancel culture none yeah, I'm gonna quote the Bible on that what they're gonna call good evil and evil good and we're not saying Dr. Seuss yeah. is good but it's just I tell you I'd rather have my son or my daughter read Dr. Seuss's green eggs and hams and listen to WAP. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and I think any logical person with a, a, a half of a brain would say the same thing, but yet we're letting this dominant cancel culture 
And it would add to most of the people that I talk to now, maybe it's because of the circles I run in, but does it, don't it seem like where, where, who is this cancel culture? Because, um, I don't really see people who get excited about canceling Mr. Potato Head. No. I just, I'm not, maybe it's because I'm, they're off my radar, but I, I just don't understand this. It's crazy. We live in a crazy world. Scott, we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back after these, uh, this message from Hayes' Dump Truck Service. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Your hand, you made me understand. Hold on to the light. Welcome back to the Cage of Conservative. We are with Scott Ford from the Scott Ford Show. You can go ahead and look him up on YouTube. Great show out there. Scott, welcome back, man. We're, as like I said in the first segment, we're glad to have you, man. We are doing, uh, we, man, this guest show host makes my job a lot easier because my voice ain't wearing out for me yelling because I'm talking to a friend today. You know, I got to tell you, this is, this seems so natural and I'm in, brother, and I, I love this. I'm so blessed and so honored to be on your show. I, I can't thank you enough. Hey, that's no problem, man. And look, we do have plans uh, for me to be on your show, so we're going to get your audience to listen uh, to a couple of my views. But I-, I hope that your audience and my audience are the same crowd. They they listen to both of us already. That's a, you know, the, the share the freedom and, and to help each other out is is amazing. Oh, yeah. This is, I plan for this to be mutually beneficial to both of us, and you are more than welcome to come on my show. And, in fact, I can't wait to do it. So, yeah, absolutely, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah, this, it's going to be 2.0 because it's going to be the second time we do that. And, I, like I said, I hope this happens a lot more times. I'm going to get you input on a lot of things. And, you know, to get input from fellow-minded people is just amazing, you know. You know, do you have – I got a question for you because this is interesting to me. Do you Do you have – I literally have people that hate my show, and this is what I mean by – they're liberals. I, I, I don't look at it anymore, but um, – and but I mean I'm talking. They listen every single week, and then they troll my show and talk about how much they hate it or they hate my views or I'm a racist because I'm a conservative, which is ridiculous. But uh, you get you get much of that. You get people literally listening that hate your show, and that's the part that confuses me because don't I I, I don't have time. Like I, I guess what I was saying in the first segment, I don't have time to listen or to devote any time to things that I have zero interest in. You know. Do you get things like that? I, I get things. I don't, I haven't gotten nothing else on the radio or on the podcasting yet, but I have got it on the Facebook page because, um, you share something that, you know, is very controversial. A, a while back, I shared a, a post about, uh, HR five, which is, uh, a bill, a equals rights bill for transgenders and gay people. And if you listen to the show, you know, I disagree with that. But like I said, if they want to live that life, hey, that's them. They can live their life whatever way they want. 
what gets me uh, but when I went in there and somebody accused me of saying that I, I was against equal rights I'm not against equal rights I'm not against civil rights I think everybody should have that but on the fa- on my Facebook page I've been getting I got attacked by sharing news articles and giving my opinions on there so I, I do feel the pain as well you know this is a funny thing I told you earlier in the week I was going to drop a bomb on you right. remember that right so here, 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 you ready for the bomb? Uh, let, let me let me put my head down and cover up, you know, for the for the the remnants don't fall on top of me. But you can go ahead. All right, take shelter because this is this is actually kind of funny. Um, it, it, here's the funny thing, you know how conservative they get labeled racist, and there's no there's nothing to back that up with. And in fact, if you look at the history of the Democratic Party versus the Republican uh, Party when it came to abolishing slavery. I mean, that says just about everything you need to know. Nobody wants to open up a history book, though, and look at that. But uh, so there's nothing to back that up. There's, it, it, it's a ridiculous narrative that, for whatever reason, the left keeps pushing. But here's the funny thing. When I first started speaking to you, I, I had no idea what you looked like. I had no idea anything. I, it, I literally thought you were a black guy. And I mean that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not joking. A Cajun white guy, and I'm probably a Cajun uh, black guy, too. They sound like a Chicago black guy for the most part. And so now for the longest time, I thought you were just, I thought you were a black dude. And by the way, I still call you brother. I love you. I thought like, man, I really, I really genuinely like this guy. This guy's awesome. I was almost disappointed when your friend requested me. I'm like, oh wait, this is a white dude. I'm like, this is just a white guy. Like, wait, what? I felt like I was being scammed. Uh. (laughs) But it's the point being that, I, I literally, I'm not joking. I literally thought you were a black guy and I loved you. Like it, it, it the ridiculousness of, of the, the narrative, like you're a conservative, you hate black people. Like, no, not at all. I thought you were black. Yeah, oh, man. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say that's a compliment, you know, Hey, but that's that Cajun accent in me, I guess you could say from the, from the South, you know, um, you know, yeah. And look, to be honest with you, I have look. I got all. I got French. I got Native American. I got. I got all kind of stuff in my blood. I we call that a mutt down here in Louisiana. You know, when you have when you have all kind of cultures and backgrounds mixed into one, we just call that a mutt. It's not purebred. But uh, you know, I I didn't know I sounded like that. But hey, thank you, man. I might be reached some more people that way. You might be. And, you know, it would be a funny comeback if you said, well, Scott, I thought you were a woman the whole time I was talking to you. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, and Scott Ford, the name Scott kind of gave that away. But you don't know these days. You don't know these days, you know. You never know these days. I could be transitioning. Yeah, you might be transitioning, taking the pill. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but man, thank you for the compliment. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we, we joined this friendship. And um, I, I believe this is going to be years. Um, who knows? We might be at CPAC in a couple of years giving speeches and uh, going to drink cocktails with the big conservatives. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be very cool. Yeah, see, I don't smoke, but I can get the bubble pipe like you had in the uh, the cartoons where the bubbles are coming up. <laughs> awesome. All right, so as as we go along, I do want to go ahead and talk about a few things. Um, you know, before we go on, Scott, though, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna drop something on you because I was thinking about something with cancer culture a while ago. Uh, all right, all it's right. funny how a conservative, you know, I'm gonna use for example Brett Kavanaugh when he was trying to get confirmed for the Senate. We had this lady come out of nowhere and says, "Oh my goodness, he put some in my drink and they gain rate me." And when they ask, well, where's the evidence? Oh, where this happened? I don't know. Um, um, what time? I don't know. And it was just, I don't know. 
the 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 media mm-hmm. and everything made a big big hoorah about this, and they they made Brett Kavanaugh have to go in front of the Senate, take more background checks, and they were saying, "Oh, you need to you need to listen to this woman." But we have Andrew Cuomo have three women that gave proof that he sexually assaulted them, and he said yesterday, "Hey, I'm not going to resign." And Andrew Cuomo from CNN was like, "Huh? Oh no, you know, um." Hey, I'm not going to cover my brother and say he did anything wrong. Or the scene is like, oh, my goodness, this dude. Yeah, he did hurt people with COVID in the nursing homes. And he went ahead and he, you know, he, he did. He did hurt these women. But we should we should hear all the evidence. And they're keeping it shush, shush. It's funny, like you said earlier, how cancel culture is they want to attack conservatism and, and throw them to the lions. But when it comes to a governor that did the exact same thing, they want to give him a pat on the back and say, hey, you good. Yeah, it's very hypocritical when it comes to that. And that's why, I mean, I've got so much I can say about this. People like us, like me and you and our listeners, we've been saying for 10 months about the uh, nursing home death when it came to Cuomo. And yet the media was silent. And a lot of it had to do because the cancel culture media was all based on, they may have well changed their name to like the We Hate Trump Media Network because that's all it was. And they fed off of Trump's tweets and then anything he said, if he looked the wrong way, all he looked at someone, he's racist. And that's all they fed off of. Now, they kind of what they did was they kind of hurt themselves if, uh, by banning Trump off of Twitter and off of social media. Now he's silent because he's forced into silence. They have nothing to report on with Trump because he's, he's forced into silence. Now they're kind of forced to go back and say, well, we got to report on something and it's got to be big. What do we do? And now in a way they're forced to eat themselves alive. So that's what that's coming from. We've been saying it for 10 months about the nursing home death. No one wanted to report on it because they were too busy saying Trump has orange skin. And that was like, that was headline news for some reason. And also with the me too movement, the, the, I listen, a man should be respectful to women in the workplace. And I'm fully supportive of that. But like, just like I said, the beginning of the show, they take things way too far. And and now it was like all women have to be believed. Like, well, no, because some women lie. It's all women should be heard, but not believed. And then they went too far with it. But yeah, Brett Kavanaugh, he was instantly guilty. They they, they crucified him in in the media. And uh, but yeah, then Biden, he had that lady Tara Reid say the uh, sexual assault thing. They didn't want to cover that. It's just that's why the Me Too movement, it, again, it's like it's that left eating itself alive. Like, you've got actual cases here with probably more proof, but we don't want to cover that. Now the Me Too movement has lost all credibility. Nobody cares anymore. Now, before, when it first came out, everybody, basically, if you looked at a girl the wrong way, you raped her. Like, that's how it, they equated it, you know. You can even look at a girl. Uh, but now it's lost all credibility because of that hypocrisy. People just have lost interest now at this point. And look, you know, the sad thing about it is, and you talk about the Me Too movement. I never thought I would see the day where it be at a sexual assault to open a door for a woman. That you said it goes way too far. I can understand touching a woman or you know saying something provocative in her in towards her that makes her feel uncomfortable. But you know, opening a door for a woman or saying you have a good day, ma'am, or something like that. Oh my goodness, you're flirting with me. That's sexual harassment. 
Well, you just called her ma'am. How dare you assign I her know, a gender? I'm, I, I can't I'm, believe. Audience, I'm sorry. We're politically correct on this episode. So next week we won't be, but this week we are. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, there's no, it just doesn't make any sense. And people are kind of like, now people are afraid to do anything because like, my guy, my, you know, am I going to offend somebody? Like someone's going to pick up on this and say I did something wrong or I, I uh, now I'm going to be canceled. I'll be fired from my job. I can't believe, you know, where I'm, I think we need more people like us where we go hard. Like I'm, I'm going even harder trying to offend people because I'm not going to settle for this cancel culture. I, I resist it in every single way I possibly can. But well, what about, you know, that's the thing, you know, what about when we're offended? You get what I'm saying? And that, that's the hypocrisy of the left. When something offends the left, they broadcast it all over. But uh, I think I heard it on your show yesterday. Uh, Coca-Cola was be less white. Maybe two days of coverage and nobody else is talking about, except us, you know, podcasters and conservative talk show hosts. We're still talking about it because we're keeping the issue alive because, in my, if you heard my episode last week, I'm deeply offended because, like I said, I didn't have the choice to be white. God made me that way. And, look, I'm going to be proud to be that way because God made me that way. And if God made me that way, I'm going to quote VeggieTales. He made me special, and I love him very much. Yeah, and here's the thing. I don't get offended by that. It doesn't offend me, but I don't. I certainly don't support it. What I, I just like to call out the hypocrisy of it. Can you imagine a seminar? Imagine if Pepsi, let's just use the reverse of everything. So instead of Coke, we'll say Pepsi. So Pepsi holds a seminar and they have someone in there and they're saying be less black. That would be on a constant loop on CNN. Right. Um, my goodness, it would never go away. But yeah, that Coke story, that, that was that was gone. It was barely mentioned, by the way. And then it was gone like a day or two later. Like no one, no one's even talking about it right now. That would never go away if it was reversed. Never. So that's the part that upsets me. I don't get offended. I don't care, but I certainly get, like, I can point out the hypocrisy. Let's just reverse it. I had a video on a couple episodes ago where there was a black girl in a college uh, 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 setting, and she was saying, excuse me, excuse me. I mean, it's a video you really got to see because it's just, like, it's eye-opening. In fact, the episode's called Be Less White, and it's off of the Coke thing. And she's saying, excuse me, excuse me. There's too many white people in this room. You all need to leave. And I'm like wow like can you just imagine if a white student stood up and said there's so many black people in here y'all need to leave like i could not I, I was like the fact that she is allowed to say that and no one cares is the part that bothers me and scares me because we are going full forward with this narrative like if you're white you're somehow evil and i i can't get down with that i my i didn't own slaves no one in my family history owned slaves I don't support slavery, slavery or racism just because I share a same skin tone of a small minority of people who did own slaves. I'm supposed to feel bad. Like, no, I can't get on board with that. And, and you talking about the hypocrisy. You know, I, I seen that video in that episode that you did. OK, did they go look at this woman and say, well, let's see something. Was she a Biden supporter? Was she a Bernie Sanders supporter? Heck, was she a Trump supporter? Um, how was she? What books she reads? What? And see, that's what happens in on the left. What they do is when something bad comes out about a conservative, you know, uh, I'm going to use the Columbine student from back in the day, which what they did was wrong and they weren't conservatives. They, if you look at their history, they were neo-Nazis. They, they went ahead and they believed everything Hitler, they believed in um, 
uh, uh, selective racism. They they believed all that. They went into that school and killed a Christian and a black person because Hitler believed they were wrong. That that's that's fact. That but when Columbine shooting happened. And Oklahoma, even Oklahoma City bombers, they were trying to blame Rush Limbaugh, and they were trying to blame all the conservatives, trying to say, "Look, they listened to Rush Limbaugh, they listened, they listened to conservative news outlets. That's what made them do that." No, they didn't. They did that because of socialism, straight. But it's funny how they try to pin all that on conservatisms or conservatives. But when a, when that lady came out and said, "Hey, there's too much white people here. You need to get out and disperse," they didn't go look at her background. They didn't go look at anything that she did. Look, Steve Scalise a couple of years ago was shot in a baseball field. The the guy that they caught that shot him said, "Listen, I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter, and I think Republicans are wrong." They didn't hardly show nothing that on on the uh, on the TV. That went away really quickly, and that's a very good point. That's an excellent point. Uh, look at all of the riots over the summer last summer, and it was you had people like Kamala Harris going on Steve Col- Stephen Colbert saying that she supports it. And in fact, she was supporting funds, um, raising funds. She was literally raising funds to bail out the rioters so they could go right back on the streets and do it again. And there was no connections made with that. But then you look at the Capitol uh, riots, and that was all, oh, it's Trump and his supporters and, and the coverage that it got. And there's still barriers and, yes. and uh, fences up there. Like, it's just, it, again, the hypocrisies of the media and the way they handle things. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and it, look, the, the loop is all into that, man. Look, I, I don't, I never asked how you voted in the presidential election. I, I kind of guess you voted for Trump the way you're talking. Um, I voted for Trump. And I'm, but, you know, we didn't go to the Capitol riot. We didn't, we didn't go to the Capitol. You get what I'm saying? I had friends that went. I had to call them and see if they were all right. Uh, my guest host, Barry Martin, that does, it when, does the show when I'm gone, he, you know, he went out there, him and his son, and he said, look, Isaac, he said, it wasn't nothing like that. It was on the news. He said, people were singing. People were joyful. We was, we was doing our First Amendment right. And when that happened, it screwed everything up. Well, here's the other thing, too. This is the interesting thing. This is the difference, one of the different, one of the many differences uh, between liberals and conservatives, where when the riots happened in the summer, and, and the burning of buildings and then this and that and the lives taken. The left supported it. Again, they said, like like I said, like Kamala Harris saying they're going to keep doing it, they should do it, so on and so forth. We, the conservatives, condemned it. We said, hey, that ain't, that's not cool, they should stop it, and so on and so forth. And then, of course, we only wanted them to stop because we were racist. But now the Capitol riots happened, and the left's against it. And guess what? The right was against it, too. I don't know one person that supported the riots that took place at the Capitol. I don't. I haven't found one person, left or right, but yet I can find so many people that supported the riots yeah. over the summer. That's the difference. That is the difference. You can. They're justifying their violence, where we're we're against both scenarios. You know. Well, you know how they justify this. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. I knew it was a cabinet appointee for for Biden. They were confirming it. And I can't think of the guy. I think it's Homeland Security or something like that. He said the, the difference between the rioters, and look, I was blown away when I heard this, Scott. The difference is one was during the day and one was at the night. See, if you do it during the day, that's domestic terrorism. See, when the, when the so-called Trump supporters went to the Capitol, riot, uh, Capitol and they stormed the Capitol, that was domestic terrorism because that was people inside of it happened during the day. But if it happens at night, it's not domestic terrorism because there's nobody in the buildings. 
I, I, it's, it, again, justifying, justifying, justifying. <laughs> and look at, like, I know that people that were involved in the, I don't know them personally, I mean, but I've, I've read stories where um, people were arrested and still in jail at the Capitol riots, but yet the, the, the riots over the summer, they were catch and release, catch and release. Like, it's just amazing to me the difference how, how it's treated. Yeah, it just, I, I just wanted to bring that out to you, man. It just, it just, it's, they do treat conservatism one way and could treat, treat liberalism another way. It's, it's sad, my brother. It's sad. It really is. It's sad and disgusting. Yes, sir. On that note, we're going to go ahead and take our final break. Um, Scott, you're going to stay with us for one more segment, correct? Oh, you better believe it, man. I, I, I hear you having fun. <laughs> I hear you having fun. Um, when we get back, audience, we're going to go ahead and try to talk about um, – the, the stimulus package and how they want to give us all kind of money. And we're probably going to go ahead and bring up the voting rolls as well. So stay with us for one more segment. He paid it all. He paid it all for me. doing everybody welcome back to the last segment of the cage of conservatives show i want to go ahead and give props to my uncle and my dad you know we play these songs um he paid it all and hold on to the light i asked them specifically can i use those two songs they was like yeah you can go ahead and use it go look up their music eric hayes he's mine and lanny hayes holy ghost fire you can get those albums online also, you can go listen to on Spotify, Eric Case, he's mine. He has another, he has a few albums out there. And my dad does a, a podcast where he's ministering the gospel and shares some of his music. It is the uh, Sermons from the Swamp from his church in Coda Homes Fellowship in St. Martinville, Martinville, Louisiana. Go check them out. Great people, great family members. And Scott, I don't know, I didn't know if you thought that was my relatives, but they sound pretty good, don't they? I was uh, no joke. I was going to ask you where did you get your music from because yes, I do like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to come visit you in Louisiana. I need to I need to get there. Oh man, if you would come over, let me know. Uh, first off, I'll tell my wife to cook you a taco soup. You know we don't <laughs> we don't have uh we don't um uh, we're not Spanish or whatever like that. So people might say, well, y'all stealing a culture. I'm sorry. I love taco soup. Whoever cooks it, I'll eat it. Um, or even that, even better, yeah, we'll make you a Cajun gumbo. I don't know if you've ever been go. to New Orleans, but we're going to make, uh, that ain't gumbo, in my opinion. A Cajun gumbo, you got to come to Lafayette, and we're going to get, get you a Cajun chicken and sausage gumbo. And, uh, we're going to play guitar I- for you. My whole family, we play instruments, and we usually sit around and just play gospel music, or, uh, and music, just have fun. Dude, and I'm a singer, so this, that could be a lot of fun. Oh, man, man, we got to book this trip, man. We we got to do something. You got to come down. Or I got to go there. We got to have we got to have some fun, man. And you look. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge you, Scott. You're I know you're from the north. You know you're way <laughs> up north. Um, and uh, usually the south don't like Yankees, but I'll make an exception for you. How about that? 
I'll be indoctrinated in, in as a Yankee, right? <laughs> well, I mean, as a, a occasion, we'll make you honorary. We'll make you honorary occasion. How about that? I'll send you the yeah. paperwork next week. Yeah, I, I'm in. I'll sign the papers. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> I'd rather live in the South right now. Oh, hey, hey, Lee, Lee, we got family and guns, man. That's all we we worry about down here. And everybody gets along. Yes, yes. You know, unless you're a liberal, then then you might have some. But even that, I can, look. I'm gonna give props to a lot of my liberal friends because I have one that got that that deleted me off of Facebook. But I have debates all the time on my personal Facebook page where I have friends that have a liberal mindset. And you know, it's funny. We go back and forth. We go back and forth. And somebody told me a while back, "Wait, cancel them. Just get rid of them." Well, I'm trying to prove that cancel culture don't work. We got to work together. Right. And guess what? Look, I can see them on the street. They'll hug me. We'll talk. When we get into politics, we got the boxing MMA gloves out. But besides that, we all good friends down here. So we eat, we eat crawfish and boudin all day together. Well, that's the way it's got to be, too. Like, where we've all got to be, we've all got to respect. Here's the part where, again, like, uh, see how this flows? I love this. <laughs> we just kind of flow <laughs> off of each other. But, like, you know, a parlor getting canceled, like just because of conservative type views, you know, things like that. Like what happened to like where you can have your views, I can have my views and we should be able to discuss our views together. I may not agree with everything you say, but that's how we move forward. Like you can't just cancel things. You can't just suppress everything into this Orwellian um mindset like we're all what are we all going to dress the same we're all going to talk the same we're all going to think the same we're all going to act the same like is that progress it just it doesn't feel like it to me it just seems like america is about freedom it's about expressing ourselves our our freedom of speech and that's under attack right now and it's only happening on one side and that it's so and again if you don't align or agree with the left side thinking you're a racist like you just get this label thrown at you immediately and i can't get down with that and i can't believe that people do support that i know songwriters like literal songwriters that are liberals hardcore liberals and they're all they get excited about this cancel culture and they they, they're the types getting excited about mr potato head getting canceled and but it's like you write songs like you're okay with the suppression of freedom of speech if anything you should be dead against this you're a songwriter I, just, I don't understand the mindset. And, and our First Amendment right is being taken away. And, like, I don't understand it either. You know, it's the same thing with Hollywood. You know, Hollywood goes ahead and they make all these movies that have a that's based on socialism taking over a country, but they believe in socialism. It's like the Hunger Games. You know, that that, that show was talking about how they had a society. They, they were all in trouble, but one man stood up and he split up in the district and he was in control. That's socialism. And it ruined the whole – in the Hunger Games, they had to fight – the the evil president because he he put them all in his rule that's socialism but they're gonna they believe in that same mindset that's how the country should go yeah and it, it isn't it weird the people who support it and get excited about it I, that's the person who scares me the most is maybe not even necessarily the person who says we have to cancel mr potato head as an as an example Although they bother me, but I think they're just trying to be the, like I was saying before, they're trying to be the first one. They're trying to be first in line. Like, hey, look what I did. It's the people that, they, they frighten me, of course, but the, the people who frighten me more are the people who get behind it. Like, like, where are the people like us where we go, wait a minute, stop. Like, that's not right. offensive to say right. Mr. Potato Head. Like, that's okay. That's fine. 
Um, I, they're the ones who scare me more than the people who actually present the thing that should be canceled. The ones who get excited about it. You know, what's the problem with that though is, you know, you're saying that where are we? We're there. We're there. We talk about it. Like you talk about it on your show. I talk about it on this show, but we're censored. You get what I'm saying? The ones that, that, that agree with that, they can speak freely because they, hey, they agree with them. But the ones that disagree with them, they're, oh, well, we can't do that. We got to have them censored. We, they just can't talk. You know, and I got proof behind a lot of that, too, because if you look at, like, uh, again, going back a few months and whoever talked about anybody who brought up hydrox, hydroxychloroquine, is that right. how you say it? Right. Um, they got canceled. They got suppressed. And then they were like, no, listen to the science. And then the science, all these doctors came out and then they said, no, hi, you know, hydroxychloroquine, it works. And with zinc and with vitamin D3 and, and then they got canceled. And it's like, so are we really listening to the science or are we only listening to the science that agrees with the left? Because I still, to this day, have heard many, many respectful doctors, um, people in the medical field talk about hydrox- hydroxychloroquine. And zinc and the and 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 the and the D three and how well it works. Now I'm not a doctor. I can't say for sure that it works, but I'm telling you, I've heard many many respectable doctors talk about it and how effective it is, 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 is when it comes to fighting COVID. But yet they got they got taken off of Facebook and all the social media for saying that. It's just there's something going on, and it's sad. And I can't believe more people aren't seeing it. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. It's just, I, I think they're, they're willfully ignorant. They're willfully blinded. They're willfully, they just, they just, they don't want to see it's You know, it's something that's staring them right in the face and they cover their eyes and they say, no, nope, we're not going to go ahead and we're not going to see that. So, so Scott, while we have you on the line, I want to go ahead and get your opinion on a few things. Um, we had a whole show lined up, and uh, I should have known that two conservatives on a microphone, uh, it don't go work out always as well. Um, but I want to I wanna ask your opinion on a few legislations. Uh, one is the H.R. 1. Um, let me see what they call. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the, the bill's name. I know that's the number for it. Um, for the People's Act. Um, you know, the bill that they're trying to say, hey, we need to go ahead and change voter laws, which hits me kind of weird because... They say nothing happened. There was no fraud, which there's stories coming out now in New Jersey and Mississippi that local congressmen used the mail-in ballots to get into uh, get into office, and they have to redo their whole elections. They're calling for the judges calling for re-election. I don't know if you heard about that yesterday. Um, mm-hmm, I did, but uh, so there was no fraud. There was no done. But the Democrats, their first legislation is to rewrite voting laws. And to give it from states to the federal government, which is against the Constitution. I don't know if you looked into that, but uh, what is your thoughts on that HR one? I I looked into it slightly. I don't know everything about it, but when it comes to like the voter laws, it's so weird where people say things like, "Again, everything falls on racism." That's the go-to get out, you know, uh, 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 voter ID laws are racist. But yet you have to have an ID to buy alcohol. You have to have an ID to get on an airplane. You have to, I mean, I can go on and on. You have to have an ID to drive a car. You, have, you know, it, it, there's nothing racist about it. And by the way, all these laws seem to support like just illegal voting. Like, why would you want, you should want an honest and fair election. And if it's, if you're fighting so hard to make it so easy to steal an election or lie about the results of the election, it, 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 like you should, if, 
you should want an honest and fair election. So the only reason you'd be fighting against it is because you must want to see. That's the only thing I can think of when it comes to this. Like, why are you fighting so hard against, like, again, saying something like voter ID laws are racist? Like, now I call that racism in a reverse way. So what are you saying then? Are you saying, are you saying people, brown skin, black skin, that there's too, it almost seems like to me they're saying people are too dumb to get an ID. That's almost kind of what they're saying. Right. I don't support that. I'm not saying that. But like, how in the world is ID, anybody can go get an ID. If you can't get a license, you should be a good an ID. How in the world is that racism? And there's, the only, there's, you can't, you can't connect those dots. Well, and the, and the only reason, like, because look, this whole legislation, it, it it got some things that are whacked in it, but you know, they're they're trying to say that well, you you're trying to stop people from going vote. This is my this is my opinion. Okay, first off, if you do IDs, it just shows that you're a citizen of the United States or you that you live in a certain area to prove where you're at. But you're mm-hmm. telling me that we suppress like every. I haven't, you know, unless you don't like here in Louisiana, we need IDs to vote. And you also need to be a citizen. You need it has requirements. The only way you can't vote is if you don't have the ID that shows that you're not that you're on the voter rolls or not. And they're they're trying to say, well, see, see, uh, they're going to stop people from going vote. No, that's the legal way to go vote. You should be able to have to prove yourself. But like you said, anybody can go get an ID. Anybody can go register for uh to to vote. You know how easy it is to register to vote right now. I had there's there's uh the last election in 20, well 2016 they had somebody that told me I want to vote for Trump, but I'm not registered. I said really. I went on the Louisiana Go Vote app, the Secretary of State's website. I registered in the vote, and they got to vote in the 2016 election. It's that simple. Oh, you get what I'm saying? It's not hard to do. We're not suppressing anybody to go vote. We just want you to vote right, like vote vote the right way to like by laws. Yeah, I look if if Biden really won, then I want him to be president. As much as I don't like him, if he really won, I want him to be president. I feel my personal opinion. I can't I can't prove it. Me personally, I can't prove that the election was stolen. I feel myself, though, I've seen enough evidence to state that. Uh, and then when I saw so many people resisting, like, no, we don't want you looking at this. We don't want you looking into this. Well, why? If it's an honest and fair election, then everyone should. It should be literally honest and fair election. Everything should be open. Everybody should be able to see what the results were. They should be able to follow the trail of how the, the, the vote came in. And we should all be able to see it. But the, the way they were trying to hide things and like, no, you can't look at this. Remember when in Pennsylvania they were putting up the boards on the windows? Like, right. Why? Why are they doing that? Um, why were these? Why did the the voting uh, places shut down? And then at like, what, what was it? One o'clock in the morning, bags of mail of votes just started showing up out of nowhere. Like, showing up in a truck. You can't tell me. Yeah, things are things just don't add up. And. I want an honest and fair election. That's, I mean, that's period. And people who are fighting, um, fighting that, you gotta, you gotta question their intention. What are they really trying to do here? And if you look, if you look at the bill, okay, like mail-in ballots. I mean, just for example, they want that to be the normal. They want, uh, hey, we're just gonna do mail-in ballots, and uh, and they get look. Like I said, if you read, I, I'm on EPEC Times right now, and they give like 20 reasons why this bill isn't right. 
Um, the, and the first one is from giving the federal government the authority to administrate elections, although the Constitution states that it should be run by the states, not by the federal government. That's what, look, when that came up, they should have threw that out because that's against the Constitution. But I've been saying for months now that they're tearing up the Constitution and throw and putting it under their feet and stomping on it because they don't give a crap about what they say, what they, they think about what the Constitution says anymore. But there's so much stuff in this bill that, that, that helps for fraud. It's unbelievable. It's not for the people. It's not for the people act. It's for the government to control you. And we go into socialism. Well, yeah. I mean, look at even like when it comes to the mask, it's, you know, put, put on a mask and now it's like, put on another mask. And it's like, what are we all going to walk around in hazmat suits? You got to look at risk versus reward. Like it is about control. A lot of this has to do. Most of this in fact has to do with control. No, no point in history. Have we ever quarantined the healthy? We just haven't done it. And there's so much statistical proof now. If you're 70 or younger, 90, over a 99% chance, you have nothing to worry about when it comes to this virus. Yet we're still all walking around with masks. Thank God, you know, states like Texas and now Mississippi, they're starting to like get to the point where let's just resist this, let's fight this, and let's be Americans. If you want to wear a mask, and if masks really work, and I'm not saying they do or don't, but I'm saying if you believe that they do, then you wear your mask if you feel safer in, in public. But look, if you don't want to wear one or, or uh, and, and you want to take your chances and risk rewards, then go for it. Like, uh, as I'm speaking, as I'm doing this uh, show with you right now, I drove into work. You know how much risk there is driving uh, in Chicago, uh, you know, on the expressway? It's, it's high risk. Yet we still, I look around, there's cars everywhere, you know. We don't not drive because there is a risk you could get killed in a car accident. We still right. drive. Like you have to look at risk reward and, and all of life. And we're Americans, and we should be free. And that that look as I said in the first part, you know, we talk about uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And like I said, we're calling Neanderthals. You mentioned the governor Biden called him. That's Neanderthal thinking. Well, you know, that's that's insulting to the governor and the the governors of Mississippi and uh, Texas. You know, unfortunately, we have a Democrat governor here in Louisiana that that ain't doing what he's supposed to do. But you know that that's just insulting. But yeah, Texas man, look, Texas is free. Mississippi, they don't have to wear a mask, and it just it, it it's about controlling the people. You know. Yeah, every year except for this year, of course people die from the flu you know now there's no flu cases and i'm sure a lot of it has to do with the mask and so on and so forth and just how they're probably labeling covid covid deaths but yet have you ever i mean i this is a rhetorical question but have we ever shut down the planet because oh it's flu season we got to shut everything down like no we go to work some people get the flu some people don't most people probably don't and we go and if you get it you go to the doctor they give you a a, whatever a z-pack and you're fine in a few days and you go on to living, but it, 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 it's, it's just weird. It is, it's more about control. It really is. Yes, sir. Well, Scott, look, we're, we're running short on time. I know we were supposed to talk about the stimulus package, but, uh, I know you got plans for the day. I got plans for the day as well. And, uh, look, we're going to talk about that next time, I guess, if, if or we're going to get together and we're going to talk about the stimulus package and get our views on it. Um, before we leave, I want to go ahead and ask you the, the, just tell us a little bit about your show and where people can find you. And if they have any questions on the Scott Force show. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. And again, thanks for having me on. I, I can't thank you enough. I really love this. Uh, my show, it's funny because I started it as a FM radio stage, uh, show, 
And then um, there was too many rules, restrictions, and, and, and things. So then I moved it to a podcast. I did a podcast for a few years. And then probably about five, six months ago, I moved it. Now it's uh, exclusively on YouTube. So it's the Scott Ford Show. You can find it on YouTube. And the whole show, the funny thing is, is I've kind of been thrust into this uh, political arena, more or less, because I still call my show more of like a motivational type comedy show. And then more and more, and it, it kind of happened slowly, but it started evolving where I started calling out uh, hypocrisy and double standards. And so it kind of like, in an odd way, I kind of fell, I guess you'd call it bass backwards into uh the political arena because it just came from calling out hypocrisy. And then I saw more and more, not saying there's no hypocrisy on the right, but I can certainly say I've got a wealth of material coming from the left when it comes to calling out hypocrisy. So a lot of my show, there's a motivational element to it. There's definitely a comedy element to it, but there's also, I spent a lot of time basically just pointing out and calling out hypocrisy as I see it. And some of it's opinion based, some of it I can't prove. Um, but I mean, I, it's sure, it's sure based on, um, uh, in, uh, I guess researched opinion, if you call it that. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's picking up steam. It's doing pretty good and I have fun doing it. And, um, it, it's something that I definitely enjoy doing. And, and I, that's why I'm so glad I connected with you because I'm meeting more people like yourself and I'm making a lot of, since doing this show, especially going to YouTube, I've made so many friends and uh with like-minded friends and it's just i'm having a blast doing it and i i support uh i just support freedom of speech i support common sense i want people to get out there work hard and design a life for themselves so i mean i i definitely i would love your people to come on over and i want my people to go on over to your side and i, I want um uh, both exclusively like i want people to uh subscribe to you to subscribe to me and let's build the let's build our audience audiences and let's combine them yeah man that day let's do that because the sound of freedom needs to be heard and we need to we need to keep this the bell of liberty ringing so scott thank you again man it was a pleasure for you to be on the show this uh this morning and uh man we can keep in touch and look everybody go check out the scott Ford show you will not be disappointed. One of the greatest shows I've heard, in my opinion. And I hope Scott, really, you know, Scott, keep the fight up, brother. Keep the fight up. All right, guys. This Thank is a, you, Isaac. No problem, man. This is another episode of the Cage Conservative Show. Remember, Jesus is king. Nobody dethrone him. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And look. When you're down in the dumps, don't think there is no hope, look to him. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Until next week, you be safe. You live in pursuit of happiness. And may God bless you. Until next week, bye-bye.